Happy Friday, KMA Land. Welcome into the Double X Factor, where Spencer Williams and I have been teaming up for the past six years to deliver personal growth ideas every weekday. It's always in a three-minute bite-sized format, and we cram a lot of information at you in that bite, and hopefully it's helpful. This week, I look at the difference between compromise and self-abandonment. Now, I don't think hardly any of us has any training on the line between these two ideas. I came across a recent blog post by relationship expert Mark Groves that had some really great insights into how to tell the difference. Compromise is held up as valiant and all too often in our culture. I think what we're calling compromise is actually trying to win the gold star of martyrdom. When we sacrifice ourselves, our needs, our wants in a relationship on repeat, this is born from people-pleasing, survival, and the fawn response. It's a way we may have learned to protect ourselves or to feel safe or wanted early in life. So how do we tell the difference between compromise and self-abandonment? According to Groves, healthy compromise, even though it can create grief of potential loss of a possibility, feels expansive to the relationship and to ourselves. It will feel expansive and we will have a sense of it leading to a creation of a union that is greater On the other hand, self-abandonment feels heavy. It's usually accompanied by resentment. It doesn't feel expansive. It feels like we're leaving ourselves behind and prioritizing the other person and the relationship over ourselves at the cost of ourselves. Now, Groves also says that when we are recovering people-pleasers, it can be really sticky to differentiate between these two ideas. We've become used to collapsing in guilt when the other person is unhappy with what we want in the relationship. Standing in our own truth can feel foreign and super uncomfortable. It is possible to increase your capacity to let that guilt feeling just be there and not cave to the point of self-abandonment. To do this, we will have to let go of resentment and also trying to win the martyr trophy. That martyr is the scorekeeper, fueled by the desire to be seen, finally, as, quote, enough for someone to be recognized that we matter. And you, you can be that someone, the one that sees you as enough and know that you and your needs and wants do indeed matter. Healthy compromise should not feel like you are erasing yourself. It will feel like both parties were heard and you got to the root of what each person wants and then find a third way that moves you both towards the middle. Not one person caving in on what they need or want and doing what someone else wants. This change can feel really unsafe and terrifying if you have a survival tactic of people-pleasing and caretaking in the name of martyrdom or some hoped-for future reward or recognition or reciprocity. We can get very disconnected from ourselves in the effort to make it okay for everyone else and call it compromise. But denial of yourself is never healing or transformative. If you can't be honest about how you feel, what you want or need, even with yourself, you're far from your own emotional home. Consider the motivation of your sacrifice. Is it really a choice or do you feel you must perpetually erase yourself in order to be seen as a good person? Something to think about. Spencer and I will return next week. Till then. Later.